This is the American Medical Association's COVID-19 Update podcast. This is part of an ongoing series featuring critical insights from the physicians and healthcare professionals on the front lines of the pandemic. Hello, this is the American Medical Association's COVID-19 Update. Today, we're talking with Dr. Gerald Harmon, AMA president and a family medicine specialist in Pawleys Island, South Carolina about the FDA's full approval of the Pfizer vaccine and what it means for physicians and patients. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer in Chicago. Dr. Harmon, thanks so much for joining us today. I know you're very busy. Uh, You called FDA's full approval of the Pfizer vaccine a milestone in our long battle against COVID-19 in the release that went out from the AMA yesterday. Why is this approval so significant in our overall efforts to, to defeat the virus? Todd, this is an incredibly safe, well-researched, highly uh, effective vaccine. It, it, this removes, I would hope, some barriers that might exist in the vaccine-hesitant, unvaccinated population and reassures them that this is a very safe, fully accredited vaccine uh, by the FDA's very rigorous standards. It gives us the most effective weapon we can have. Prevention by vaccination is so much better than having to treat this highly virulent, highly uh, contagious disease that we're still in the midst of. You were just talking before the segment about what you're seeing in your own hospital uh, system down there. What uh, you're seeing that kind of vaccinated, unvaccinated situation playing out? Oh, we are. Uh, I was commenting offline and I, I'll do this in some interviews and other times. And I just among our, my colleagues six weeks ago, uh, we had two to three patients, inpatients in a in a COVID positive situation in our small hospital system here in rural South Carolina. And on one day we even had zero patients, which is remarkable uh, in the end of June. And now about six weeks later, we're running 56 to 60 patients inpatient wide among our hospital system with positive COVID diagnoses. And of those, uh, uh, of those 50 or 60 patients, we have about 10 in the ICU and about five on ventilators. And all of those in the ICU and unventilated are unvaccinated patients. Uh, 90% of what we're emitting and seeing in the hospital and putting in the ICU and putting on ventilators are unvaccinated folks. So that's a very effective vaccine. If you get vaccinated, you have a very low risk of becoming sick enough to go to the doctor, to get hospitalized, to place in the ICU, to be ventilated and then to die. This is a very effective weapon. Well, with full approval, hopefully one of those obstacles to those that are uh, remaining unvaccinated will be removed. What do you tell physicians in order to help them reassure their patients that no corners were cut, uh, either with the EUA or in full approval? You know, this is, again, even our, some of our doctors, uh, without reading through, and, and are, or really they're so busy taking care of patients, maybe they haven't had time to do it. No corners were cut. Peter Marks, and I'll quote him, he says, He's the FDA's top vaccine regulatory authority, Dr. Peter Marks. The public and the medical community can be confident that although we approved this vaccine expeditiously, it was fully in keeping with very rigorous existing high standards for vaccines in the U.S. The only expedition was in the funding. It wasn't in any of the uh, rigorous scientific processes. There were adequate trials, very well studied, held to very rigorous standards, and it was an emergency use authorization for, for now um, 
uh, six full months after being implemented in an EUA. So it's meant fully vaccinated uh, our FDA approval standards for vaccines. You know, that's really important, uh, Dr. Harmon, because when we did talk to Dr. Marks, he, you know, what he made very clear was uh, no corners were cut, like you said, uh, but expediting around, you know, just cutting out uh, red tape and wasted time. Uh, it's so important in a pandemic that we're in right, right now. And I think one of the additional things is just ongoing safety monitoring. Can you talk about what will be occurring as time goes by? Well, consistent with FDA standards and previous vaccines and previous FDA releases of other types of vaccines and treatments, there will remain some monitoring forever. There will be monitoring. In particular, these, these three vaccines that we have now, the two messenger RNA and the adenoviral vector vaccine from Johnson & Johnson, there'll be some ongoing monitoring of very rare cases of myocarditis or pericarditis. And those were actually there in the uh, safety warnings now that are approved by the fully uh, approved FDA vaccine. It was also in the EUA vaccinations. They'll be monitored and there'll be follow on just in case there's a long-term effect from any of the vaccine side effects. But that's, that's standard and that really is still, because we've had so many vaccines given, uh, 300 plus million doses, we know this is a very, very low side effect and a potential complication. Now, uh, with the full authorization uh, uh, decision, there's an expectation that it might kick off a number of vaccine mandates. Can you talk about the AMA's position on that? Well, we actually have, uh, we just released a, 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 a message from the uh, AMA encouraging every employer, in fact, recommending employers, organizations, to require and mandate vaccinations for their staff, their employees as a safety measure to mitigate the spread of this highly virulent, highly contagious uh, coronavirus that's paralyzing economically and, and healthcare-wise many of our industries and economies in the country. We act, we're supportive of this. AMA, as you know, recommended vaccination for healthcare providers at, at its last meeting, and we've been excited about encouraging others by, by example to do this. So yeah, we're very much in support of it. And uh, other statement that was out there just uh, with the uh, AHA and the NAA, ANA, uh, supporting the FDA's approval as well. Any comment on that? Yeah, we jointly combined with the AHA, the American Hospital Association, the ANA, the American Nurses Association, to, to issue a joint statement supporting and, and applauding the full FDA approval. And, and what we're trying to demonstrate here is that we're united across healthcare. All of us who are on the front lines, either providing the care as an institution, supporting the care uh, as frontline workers, both nurses and doctors, we're all in this together. So our joint effort and our joint applause for the FDA, I hope delivers a message that we have full confidence in its safety and efficacy going forward. Curated from more than 3,000 major newspapers, magazines, and journals, the AMA Morning Rounds newsletter delivers the top stories in healthcare right to your inbox Monday through Friday. Subscribe today and check out all the AMA's free newsletters at ama-assn.org slash myinbox. That's ama-assn.org slash myinbox. I really like what you said in your statement, which is to paraphrase it, you know, if you've been waiting for uh, full approval, that time's now and it's time to get your vaccine. You've had a lot of practice in talking to patients 
um, uh, who are not vaccinated? Do you have any advice for physicians about what they should be telling patients in regard to this as just you know, another piece of data? You know what I would tell people, and I've, you've heard me say this before, and I'm going to, and I do it even now in, in, in my local community. We are good ambassadors. People trust their doctors. They trust their doctors almost before they'll trust anyone else. They trust us uh, with the, the, the most precious items in their lives, their possessions, their health, the health of their loved ones, the lives of their loved ones. And they really trust us now to give them the science, the proof, the proof that this is the right thing to do for their families, for them to protect them with their loved ones. So yeah, I, this is the message we need to be delivering, delivering from doctor to patient even sometimes not solicited, be proactive. Don't, don't necessarily wait for your patient to, to ask you. So I find a lot of times when I'm dealing with my folks in the community, not, not just in the practice setting, I'll see them in the, uh, their natural habitat as it were. I might be working with them and uh, their uh, jobs or seeing them and they're doing some service work. I'll say, hey, how are you doing? Fine, we're fine, doc, how are you? I said, by the way, have you gotten your COVID vaccine? And if they give me a little hesitation, well, they look away and say, well, you know, I said, you know, listen, I can give it tomorrow in my office, no charge. I'm looking for you about two o'clock tomorrow. I'll tell my nurse you're coming. So I'm very proactive. And I think all of us can take those, those steps to do it. And then we give a message, not only of, of we're supported, but action, actively improving the vaccination rate. One of those actions is, is really leading by example, like you talked about before. So important for physicians. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts there? You know, one of the things we've done, the doctors, Fortunately, we're among the first to receive the or have an opportunity to get the vaccine. So we stepped up. Healthcare providers across the uh, across the nation, even as early as December of 2020, when it was approved, uh, when the vaccine became available, I got some in my right arm. I think my first shot was in the right arm. The second messenger RNA vaccine three weeks later was in the left. I, I just rotated for sake of uh, giving the nurses more practice, I suppose. They they love sticking a needle in me, by the way, at times. It, we, we tend to poke each other. That's a little... They would tend to literally do it uh, on rare occasion. We figured we do it often, but yeah, doctors uh, stepped up and frontline workers did. And that gives us a message too. Our statistics from the AMA tell us that over 97% of physicians have taken advantage of this vaccine effort. They've received their vaccines. So they're telling our patients, they're telling our family members, they're telling the public in general that we are very confident that these vaccines not only work, but that they're safe. And they make us safe when we go back home to our family members, when we work in our communities, and when we're delivering care and to those folks that aren't active with COVID right now. They're still, I know we're making a very big deal of COVID, but a lot of our healthcare, and you've heard me comment, comment on this too, healthcare doesn't stop. Chronic disease goes on. Don't socially distance from your doctor. Continue to get there. Know your doctor's protected. Know your doctor and that work environment for that physician and your healthcare environment is a safe environment to be in, especially as we improve the percentages of fully vaccinated individuals. Dr. Arm, that is so important uh, to know that physicians are protected and you know, don't socially distance from your doctor. I love that statement. Uh, please see your doctor and get treated for those chronic conditions that are so important. And uh, Dr. Harmon, uh, thanks to you and all of your colleagues for the strong support uh, you continue to give in encouraging folks to get vaccinated right now. That's it for the COVID-19 update. Uh, we'll be back with another segment soon. In the meantime, for resources on COVID-19, visit ama-assn.org slash COVID-19. Thanks for joining us. Please take care. This content was originally published as part of the AMA's COVID-19 daily video updates. 
Find the latest at ama-assn.org slash COVID update. Subscribe to other great AMA podcasts available wherever you listen to yours or visit ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thank you for listening.